Hello and welcome to episode 116 of the Screaming Eagles podcast. I'm your host Ben and joining me once again via satellite, the scourge of the Panthers offseason is none other than Billy Night Train Buttons. Thank you, Ben. All right, Billy. Yeah. It's party time. What a week. Hang on, sorry, I think I'm um, breaking up. The satellite's dropping out. Just so many things to celebrate. I mean, Manly's victory, Sean Kempe, the, the, the birth of his second child within two weeks, his, uh, the, with the arrival of Victor Radley, his, uh, his new son, which is just... What a, what, a, what a proud moment it was for him, the new dad. And um, what, what's going on? You don't... You're not... You don't. You're not. Sell, you don't seem as happy as I am. What? Sorry. What's? Yeah. No. You, hey, well, man. We had our one final win. <laughs> if you last can't be week. happy for your friends, you had, man. You had your one final win this week, so <laughs> we'll talk next week. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair hey, enough. I'm just going to say from yeah. the outset, right? Yes. This is a this is a manly hate-free zone. Okay. okay. <laughs> I only have enough hate in my heart right now for one team. Yeah. And I think I think, is, I, don't, I think that's not entirely true, Bill. I, I believe in you. I think you can have two, but yeah, who's, who's taking time. over? Give it time. But I'm 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 really not sure. I have time to to hate anyone. I, I don't have any more room for hatred in my heart because every hate crevice, every hate <laughs> nook and cranny cavity, yeah, is is filled with hatred. You would say it's engorged. For the the fake. The false, the pretend Penrith Panthers, mm. or as they should be called, the Penrith Cheaters, because that is the only wow. cat wow. that they deserve to be named after. Yeah, I forgot to do a... Uh... There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go, boom. Um, yeah, mm. well, I, I mean, I, I, I can't argue with you, but um, I, would you say that out of the four teams left, um, you don't. You almost say the fearsome four. Now that it's as uh, as Jono wrote, uh, told me, this is now referred to as the business time of the year, when it's yep. all about the business. And um, would you say out of the four teams left, Panthers are the least popular amongst we, the neutrals? Yeah, absolutely. And, and that is some feat yes. when you think you've got the Melbourne when you've got the Melbourne Storm in there, yeah. coming off their and manly. thousandth. Hey, don't hey, don't, don't belittle us. We've been hated for years, all right. Wow. So yeah, okay. since nineteen forty-seven, we've been. You guys are maybe the most likable ones left. That's like what is going on? Uh, the Panthers I don't who like are it. like the. Yeah. Anyway, I don't like it either. <laughs> I really don't <laughs> like it. 
But um, it's really quite something, isn't it? I think it's just the way the Panthers players and fans and coach yeah. and trainer, let me let me throw them throw him in there, have carried themselves. It doesn't suit them. Winning doesn't suit them. And I don't think it's going to last for much longer, but, you know, it would just... It's, it's the only thing that would warm my cold, cold heart would be to see Penrith either lose by a thumping or, or perhaps even even better would to see them lose via a controversial decision <laughs> at the death. Would you say we, that, we, like, still, yeah. with, with Ivan Cleary, would you say that, like, it's almost like he has this look on his face that he's almost disappointed when they win because he's then that one one game closer to losing the grand final. It's almost like yeah, it's, he doesn't look like he's enjoying himself at all. Like, <laughs> no, it's the, he's not it's having like a good time. NRL. <laughs> You'd swear if you just if you if you saw an interview with him, right, and you cut out or and you just went up to someone and you said, "Well, okay." Who does he coach? You'd be going, oh, he's a Cowboys coach. He's the Cowboys coach for sure. Like, <laughs> he he's coaches he coaches the worst team in the in in the NRL definitely. Um, yeah, he he he's not enjoying himself. I think there's a lot of pressures at home. I think the wife's probably on his back, giving him a hard time, mm. saying, you know, you need to get Nathan. You, him a choker. Yeah, you need to get Nathan. <laughs> a, you know, you need to look after our son. You need to get him a premiership. Um, so he's copy, he's probably copying it from all all angles, which you know, boo hoo, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, everyone puts up with it. I mean, BA puts up with it, you know, with his son. Mm. Um, you know, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, it's hard having an elite an elite uh, halfback as your son, as Brad Arthur knows full well. <laughs> so um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. There's just something. It's 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 really quite interesting how the Panthers have kind of gone full heel when. In some ways, you'd almost think they should be the, you know, the fan favourite that, oh, wouldn't it be good to see this group of young guys come out and win, having gone so close last year? And actually, I I mean, I'm obviously bitter and twisted about the loss, but I feel like the whole of the NRL is, is you know, just going from the comments on social media. No one's really rooting for Penrith. Like, no, no. Even against the storm, it's 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 quite remarkable, uh, and I think it's just a testament to what what a what a dump of a place it is. You know, like do you do you even know any Panthers fans? Like I was thinking about this, I don't know a single Panthers fan. Now, granted, I'm not friends with any heroin addicts, so <laughs> I guess that rules a lot of them out. But Man. it's 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 a false club. You know, it's yeah. no, who goes for them? Who, who do you see wearing a Penrith jersey that's not? Outside of Penrith. Outside of Penrith, right? And your son. Doesn't (laughs) your son go for Penrith? No. No, he's he's he hates Penrith now. He's realized he's in his his inheritance. He did then. He did then uh, at one point. (laughs) Oh, he did because he liked the animal, a panther, but now he realizes that a panther's no match for a uh, majestic eel. That's right. <laughs> I actually think he felt he feels sorry for me. So he goes for the eels out of sympathy for me, which is which is not good when you've got like a nine year old sympathetic to your cause. <laughs> That's it. Um now well you're you're spreading the hate, but you know me. I don't I, Yeah, you, I, when I go low Yeah, I go, go I go high. But I, I am gonna make I'm gonna make a little bit exception to the rule uh this week. 
and I'm going to call upon my fellow Manly fans. This is a this is a call to arms, Bill. We all need to come together now, and we need to let our hatred speak for itself. Ryan Girdler. I think that he, that's his name. I mean, I think he used to play football at one point. I wouldn't know. I don't really... I, don't, I'm not, I was never a scholar of ancient history. Um, but Ryan Girdler has come out and called and, and labelled wrongly libelous that Manly are a bunch of flat track bullies. Now, you could have, you could have hit, me, hit me over with a feather. But you know me, I always like to give everyone, you know, their day in court. So I went and read Ryan Girdler's, um, uh, I, went and, I went and read his uh, uh, words. <laughs> that was really well put, read his words. Um, investigated his <laughs> accusations is what I should say. Um, yeah. Now, he's come out and said, Manly are a bunch of flat track bullies because we haven't beaten... Um, the Storm, Penrith, or South this season. Which, now I'm no, I'm no mathematician, but doesn't that make us then fourth? Right? If there are yeah, three teams yeah. before us, that makes us fourth, right? And we are yeah. fourth. So <laughs> I don't understand. I don't quite understand what he's, the point is that he's trying to make. That like... Well... They don't teach maths out in no. the Penrith curriculum. I mean, so we've beaten I we beat the Roosters, yeah. who were fifth. We beat Para, who were sixth. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't quite understand what he's going on about. Like, we are placed exactly where we should be placed in the NRL in the final four, and for him to come out and say we're flat track bullies. Now, if he doesn't think we'll win the comp, that's fine. That's an opinion. That's that's absolutely fine. But it's beyond that. To label someone a flat track bully, it means you've just been fucking lucky. You know what I mean? And also, you're really arrogant with your wins. And if there's one thing Manly fans and Manly team are, <laughs> we're just humble motherfuckers <laughs> with great Come big on. dicks. You're gonna draw me. You're gonna you're gonna spark me up again. So, Slide I call upon now. I call upon my fellow Manly listeners, especially those who live on the northern beaches. Ryan Girdler has a chain of uh, coffee shops. I say we boycott Girdler's grind. <laughs> Do not give him a single cent of your money. If he doesn't, if he's going to talk about that way, and this is what the, all these guys do—they come out and they bad talk, they, they they badmouth Manly. Meanwhile, they move to the northern beaches, you know, and then they open up all their beaches, all their businesses on the northern beaches. So let us speak with our wallets, just like most people from the Northern Beaches do. Let's fight. <laughs> Let's hit him where it hurts and uh, go up and maybe order a, a, a decaf flat, flat track bully and see what he says. <laughs> but uh, so from now on... I, maybe ask him. Ask him if he can um, go up and say, do you have a, a flat, just a, a skim flat yeah. track bully? Yeah. With a with a serving of salt, with a serving of yeah. Western Sydney salt, in and it. see if he's got any fresh hum- see if he's got any fresh humble pie there that he might like to <laughs> serve up and eat himself. What's the name of his What's the name of his cafe? Gurglers Grind. Oh come on, come, come on. on, 
I mean, come on, that's that'd be ridiculous. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. <laughs> sure is too. So, I mean, what a stupid fucking name. Do not Gurgler's buy anything for Gurgler's grind. grind. Okay, do not vote with your wallet. That's how we like to do things. Yeah, that's why the liberals the have had a seat there. Grind is if you're on an app and you're looking for some <laughs> cheap anonymous blowjobs. Love, yeah, yeah. Then get on Grinder and look for Gurgler, <laughs> but don't go to the coffee shop. Well, who yeah. would who would look at like a coffee shop and go, "Wow, that's former NRL Intercept merchant Ryan Gurdler." Always thought that guy would make a mean frappuccino. <laughs> like, when, <laughs> what is with these league players? Do you think they just subsist by getting like enough people that? I think it might be nice to, you know, get a photo with them or something. Like, you, you can't... Gurglers, Gurglers grind can't be making much coin, surely, on the Northern Beaches. Oh, well, they're not now. Not that I've put the call to arms out there. Not now that... Yeah. Now well, that he's been blacklisted. Seven people. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, you... Uh, that, that, that'll that'll hit into his overheads, especially with COVID, you know? He's, he's, a, he's a call to arms. Yeah. Not that I would suggest... Anything defamatory. No. But if you've been to Gur- Gurgler's Grind yeah. and you didn't enjoy the coffee, yeah. I think it's time you let people know that mm. you didn't enjoy it. Well, don't, don't lie, though. Don't no. lie. No, no, no. Do not lie because no. we, we that, that's, don't lie. But if you enjoyed it, leave a good review. Yep. If you didn't enjoy it, yep. leave a bad review. I'm ready. To, I'm, I'm, after this podcast, I'm going on to Google. <laughs> that's it. We're... Be truthful, though. That's all. We're not. Don't. Don't defame them because that's no. wrong. No. But just be truthful. Share your experience. Yeah. Maybe if you're in there, just say if someone's call. If someone's running fourth and you overtake them, what position are you then <laughs> running? And I guarantee he'll say third. I guarantee you he'll say third because he's that fucking stupid. All right. Anyway, gurglers grind. Stay away. I think I saw a cockroach running across the floor when I was in there last. <laughs> last time I ordered a coffee, there was rat droppings on top. I'm sure it was. Mm. I mean, I, I could yeah, just have been chocolate. The, I don't know. but This is know. parody. This is parody, pure parody. <laughs> nah. There's nothing uh, yes. legally binding. And- Gurgler is a, is a parody of, him, of a former footballer. Um, now, can we do a, uh, a hero, Not All Heroes Wear Capes? Are you ready yeah, for I that? Look, um, yeah, we can. We can. But you're not giving... The, the ill season is over. It's another season done. Another season dusted. So just... Yeah. Before you go into who's heroic, just look yeah. Look through that little camera. Look into that satellite. Yeah. You'll see all the, you'll see all the hero you need standing right in front of you. <laughs> fronting up. Carrying well. the weight of 36 years. What we do, yeah, what we do is we just stand on here, though, Bill, and we just talk. We just talk, right? Yeah, that's And these true. words, they don't mean anything. It's just empty air. It's just free entertainment for people when they're either driving to work or driving home from work or whether they're, you know, doing a poo. Driving 2,000 kilometres to watch the Eels play, as but in this the guy, this the Batman family. This not all heroes wear capes. He saved a life, Okay. This week's Not All Heroes Wear Capes is the Penrith on-field trainer. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Who who should now be referred to, though, is Penrith's off-field trainer. 
because he doesn't need to go on the field. He, he can spot it from the sideline. That's how good this guy is. <laughs> this guy's like Doogie Howser fucking MD. He's he's spotting it from a mile away. He just, as soon as he saw it, he went, oh, yeah, that's, that's a serious one. Don't need to scan. We need to stop the game. No. Stop the game. Yeah. Does that need a scan? And Ashley I just, said, I- yes, we shall stop the game. <laughs> we will. And, and we, we are stopping so, the game. So let it be written. So let it be done. <laughs> <laughs> Trainer yeah. who is 60 meters away, still standing on the sideline. Yeah. I will listen to your expert medical advice. <laughs> That's it. He goes, shouldn't, you get, shouldn't that be scanned? I just did scan it with my two eyes. And trust me, <laughs> it's serious enough that if, 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 if Para drop the ball, Penrith pick it up and then run 30 meters to where he's lying down. It could get dangerous. <laughs> so let's just... <laughs> yeah, let's, that's right. Let's, He's 50 metres behind the play, which puts him at severe risk of, yeah. you know, Brent Naden <laughs> intercepting on the wing and then heading infield. That's right. Running straight at him. Well, he, he might he might have a exploding syndesmosis, and we all know they need mm. to be diffused because if, if it explodes, it could, it could take out a few people that's close true. by. It's like a... Yeah. Roadside mine, those syndesmoses. Um, so it, it, it's come out um, that uh, he's been slapped on the wrist. Like it feels a little One bit game. like it feels a little bit like Jesus has been put on the cross when all he did was cure a few, a few beggars, you know. Um, but uh, old like mate, was podcast. Now. <laughs> Old mate, all this has, Jesus talk. Yeah, old mate is uh, he? He's been slapped on the. He's been issued with a. Was it tw- uh, Penrith? have been giving him what a twenty five thousand dollar fine. Twenty five thousand dollar fine. Yeah. And um, how much do they get for appearing in the final? Like yes, yeah, yeah. Like surely that's a net win for them. They mm. twenty five grand. Yep. Well, surely there's got to be like some performance bonuses or something that they're like, "Wow, that's oh, horrible." We just yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. If you every when you go further in the finals, and your team's on air, you get you get paid more for sure. You'd have to. Well, surely even just merch and everything. They, yeah, like yeah, absolutely. Um, and then he's been banned for one game, which, as you pointed out, well, that's the only rest one of the game. season, which is one game. That's right. Because there's no way they're beating yeah. the storm. Um, yeah, so there you go. But uh, you seem to be taking it well. Very well. Well, I, did you see Paul Kent came out? And uh, it's very rare that you find yourself agreeing with Paul Kent. Well, and yeah. yeah. It's getting, actually, you know, sometimes he does call it, say it as it is. Yeah. Um, but he came out and made a comment saying, 25 grand, it's a joke. It's And then he said... It's uh, welfare day for the pokies. One welfare day for the pokies at Panthers Leagues will pay for this. Now, Panthers fans on, on social media have been very defensive, like very, very defensive, which I think is also part of the reason why a lot of the NRL community has turned against them because I think there's like there's two things happening. Penrith and the trainer incident was just completely wrong. Eels fans are up in arms about it, mm. quite rightfully up in arms about it. However, just because that happened doesn't mean, like, the Eels can't blame their loss fairly and squarely on that trainer. You know, the Eels had no. plenty of chances to win the game, right? Yeah. 
So it's one thing to say, fuck the Penrith trainer and fuck the Panthers and their 7-2 penalty count and then Ivan Cleary whinging all the time. I think that's a valid thing to say. Everyone's like, oh, we blame the refs all the time. It's like, well, yeah, of course we're going to blame the refs when he calls a halt to play for something that happened 50 metres downfield when there's two minutes left in the game and the Yields have a three-man overlap, you know. However, is it the ref's fault that Para lost? No, it's not the ref's fault. If the ref gave Para more favourable uh, decisions, maybe they would have won, but maybe they wouldn't have. They had plenty of opportunities that they didn't take. So I think there's there's that. But but Paul Kent coming out and saying, oh, the Panthers, it's, it's not a big enough fine to deter them for doing it. The Panthers fans have been so defensive about this trainer, and now they're like, "Oh, well, we're getting discriminated against." This is a this is a slur on the western suburbs, mm. and it it is a hundred percent accurate what Paul Kent says. People put their head in the sand, and you know I've said this about Para, the Bulldogs, and Penrith. They are preying on lower socioeconomic punters throwing their money into poker machines. This is where the money is coming from. Paul Kent is 100% right. Now, like it or leave it, that's where your money's coming from. You're making $100 million a year from clubs in the far western suburbs of Sydney with with average incomes well below Sydney's mean and median incomes. These people are paying for your football club. So don't take it out on Paul Kent for you getting upset saying exactly what is happening, mm. you know? That, that that triggered me because I'm like, you guys are defensive right now, mm. and so you're trying to cancel Paul Kent. I'm happy to cancel Paul Kent any day of the week, but he's 100% right here. These clubs in Western Sydney are built upon taking poor people's pokey money, and Penrith are at the top of the table of them, you know? So I'm angry. I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> I can see. It's not just a game of football. It's a it's a game of the haves and haves nots, right? It's that's it is, what it's yeah, come it's down a, it's to. It's an allegory. Yeah. Um, I, I don't even know how you say that. It's a word I've read. That I think it's allegory, but I'll say allegory. The only thing I <laughs> the only thing I would say in um you know, to be the devil's avocado on this one is uh yeah. it, and it makes it a little bit harder to uh take parasite on this whole thing was the Blake Ferguson, oh, I can't walk, I can't walk. Well, yes, I can moment where he was in that um, crusher tackle which robbed him of his uh, ability to use any of his limbs until someone said something he didn't like and then all of a sudden he was able to get up awfully quick. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, that's that's one thing that people hate seeing, but to tie the two together... No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying Parrot also got... A questionable call in that in yeah, that instance. One, 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 one. No, I'm just saying one questionable call that relied on someone staying down and being injured. Mm. And I'm just that's all I'm saying now. Yeah, well, uh, but you we won't didn't find the, we didn't me get a penalty from in front. That no, but you got a penalty. You got a penalty for the crusher. Yeah, but we didn't score from like they took. Wow. They got one for a high tackle that wasn't when he collapsed. You know, I think. Yeah. I think the difference with the trainer is also it's not a member of, like players but, okay, stay but my down point, and milk. Yeah, but my point being for is being held down all the my time. My point being is your both teams were going for it. Is my point. You know what I yeah, mean? Like not, they got more. I understand they got more, 
But my point being is you, you tried it on, you guys tried it on as well. Um, yeah, but we didn't, we didn't send a trainer on when they were about to score. No, didn't send a no, you on. didn't, and that's why I'm 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 siding with Para, but I'm just saying mm. it's not like you guys you are completely you don't sound like you're siding. Yeah, well, <laughs> look, a lesson per as someone who likes to talk about karma so much, like you do, because you're you're mm. quite the Indian philosopher, and you're all into yeah. karma and stuff like that. You know, some someone might be able to link it, but I'm not going to do it. But I'm just saying, okay, others others might link okay. it. Be careful. Be careful throwing this word around. Well, karma. you throw it, you throw the word karma around okay. an awful lot. Just saying. Yeah. Okay. okay. Just saying. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's move on because okay. you're getting triggered. So let's go. To, <laughs> let's, of course, I'm triggered. Yeah. Let's let's go. Let, let, let's go. Let's give out another award. This is just footballers being footballers. Look at that. Stamp and draw and pass and stamp and sprint and offload and catch and pass. That's just footballers being footballers. Um, footballers just being footballers, pass and step and pass and step and pass and step. Uh, but tonight's uh, tonight's winner. Let's uh, let's get Des Hasler himself to introduce the winner. Dylan Walker, he's just a footballer, as wow. Des said in the press conference. He can just and may I be he can just go anywhere. Welcome Des on board as a listener. Yes, as the official HMS Des podcast, the first podcast on the HMS Des. Well, we've been speaking. We've been speaking. I've been speaking with him a lot about just the Des coin and um, his percentage of the takings and all that kind of stuff. Um, mm. Obviously, it's worthless unless Des has some as well. So we're just trying to work out the split and all the rest of it. Um, but thanks for coming on the podcast, Des. So um, yeah, Dylan Walker, he was uh, just a footballer. Well, he's been really good the last two weeks, I would say. Even the, even the loss against um, the Storm, he was he was quite good. He was quite good for the. He was quite you know he played all right. He was probably one of the better guys. I mean, it's, it's not hard. But do you think it's the mo? I think it might be. But I would say it was worth it was worth the assault on <laughs> on hey, that pe- on the on the pizza delivery guy, right? Going through all that drama um, just to see him throw that dummy on the weekend and watching Tedesco just mm. mate, he didn't just he didn't take that he didn't just he didn't just take that dummy. He he bought it dinner. He took it out, went for a movie afterwards, took it back to his place, <laughs> turned on some music, and then turned around and it actually wasn't there. The whole <laughs> Dylan Walker just sold him a dummy the whole the whole fucking night. Like yeah. it was, it was fantastic. He 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 was going. He, Tedesco was really going for a hero moment though. There he was just like, oh, he's going to pass it for Tommy. Yeah, he doesn't do his. He didn't do his homework. That's the thing with Tedesco. He didn't do his homework. If you know Dylan Walker, he he's not gonna he's not gonna pass the ball to Tommy and give Tommy the glory. Like he's gonna. <laughs> if there's any chance of it him getting the glory, like, it's um, almost, always going to be him. If you've ever watched like the the American football or even sometimes the cricket, where. 
they drive it and it's caught, but the cameraman doesn't quite pick up on it. So the camera keeps yes. panning. Yes. And then has to come back. Yeah. And it felt a bit like that. Like the camera moved a little bit. Yeah. To focus on Tom. Yeah, that's right. And then for a, for a split second in everyone's brain watching it, you were like, hang on, what? What just happened? <laughs> and then Walker's putting the ball down under the post. Yeah. You're like, hang on. What didn't he didn't he pass that? You know? Yeah, they do it a lot in uh, NFL, don't they? Like when the quarterback yeah, the, looks the, like he's, yeah, the he's fake. And and I and they do it in the court that in the NFL and the coverage too, they should just put up the hand and go, Well, they even fooled the cameraman and us. But they always try and cover it. It's kind of like Oh, and the handoff, and then he goes, oh, oh, no, 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 ha, ha, no. We all knew he was actually, he held on to that one, and now he's running the other way. It's like, no, you didn't. We all fooled, and that's okay. You don't have to know everything. Um, well, in, the, in, in the American football, the best fake they do is the punt returners. Well, sometimes they put two men back for a punt, and one of the punt returners will pretend he's catching a ball that's actually landing on the opposite side of the field. So the guys running downfield mm. don't have eyes on the ball. They've mm. only got eyes on the catcher. So they see a catcher preparing to catch it. They run for him, unbeknownst to them. The ball's gone to the other side of the field <laughs> and they, they, they'll take it to the house. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a good one to keep an eye out. Dylan Walker, he'd be good at that. I reckon he would be, yeah. The magic man. Maybe you can the get a few tips from uh, Val Holmes, who set the NFL alight. He <laughs> practiced. Right. He practiced like nobody's business. Apparently, he was just. Yeah, he was amazing. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into news. Aaron Woods on the verge of signing for Manly on Unders. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Is there such a, like, is that not an oxymoron, Aaron Woods and Unders? Like, if he signed on $1, you wouldn't even really <laughs> call it Unders. You'd be like, well, yeah. Well, Woods. my spies, my spies tell me uh, 200K. That's what he's, that's what they're looking to get. Um, I mean, I haven't watched enough of, of Aaron Woods in the last few years, but no, it's not it's not it's not a signing where you'd be running down the street, high fiving the, the whenever man I, the faithful going guys. It's all gonna this is gonna be yeah. the, the thing that yeah, he, he guys guys don't you remember fourth to third? He was one of the big four. He was one of the big four at the Tigers. Don't you remember they referred to him? You know they referred to him as the big four, and haven't they all gone on to? Look, and, and the big four, they've all gone on to bigger and better things like Tedesco and, well, Tedesco. Moses. <laughs> Moses. Moses. Well, mate, still hasn't seen a prelim. Moses has been Moses has been awesome. Hasn't seen a prelim. Moses is so much better than, than uh, Luke Brooks. Like, oh, not yeah. that that's saying much. <laughs> yes. But Moses is legit. Moses has been really, really good. All the flat track bully Mitchell Moses... Speakers mm. are very, very quiet right now. I'll just yeah. say that. Very, very quiet. Well, I think there's a lot of people who are saying flat track will be a little bit worse for wear pretty soon. Mm. I think- well, I don't know. I'll let you go on that, but you've been a bit antagonistic since. So, I mean, I think Gur- is saying, Gurgler is saying Manly haven't yet 
beat anyone that they're not meant to beat. So they've run up big scores on teams that you've been favourite against. But I'm trying to remember a time you beat a team that you were underdogs against. Well, Storm haven't beaten and, and, a team that they were underdogs against either. I mean, when you're the fourth best team... Storm were favourites in every game. But, but when, yeah, you're, the fourth, when well, you're the fourth best team, it kind of... Yeah, it, it, there's like... You know, there's a lot of teams out there that aren't good. Like, you know, it, I, I can understand him labelling someone like the Titans who just squeezed in and they don't beat anyone good or, you know what I mean, or one of those teams, that's fine. But when you're top four, it's like, yeah, there are literally only three teams that we can beat that are above us. Like, I get it. And we played South once at the beginning of the season. Um, And... We played well, Penrith I, at the beginning you know, of the season I, as well. I don't think it's. I don't think he's necessarily correct, but I think it is a. It is a question mark on Manly. Are they able? You know, it's one thing running up a score on. You know, the Roosters playing guys that we've never heard of before, but are Manly going to be able to? I think. I think the issue is, is when they that's make the, that's the that's the question. That's a legitimate question. Now well, I don't. I think you're right. It's not. It's not the same as a flat track bully and. Parrot has been accused of being a flat track bully, and I think probably somewhat accurately, where they'll lose to anyone that's around them, even, and then pump the Tigers or pump the Broncos. So that's the more traditional flat track bullies. So, yeah. well, that I is a flat track right. bully. When, but... when you're getting beaten by teams above you, you're not a flat track bully. But I think that it is a valid question for Manly. It's time for Manly now to beat someone. Oh, and I'm not, you know, and I agree, and and it's true, we haven't, but that that just means that we're not as good as the teams above us on the ladder, and that's why they're above us on the ladder. Doesn't make us flat track bullies, and and I'll just mm. say that but what you say you about teams, on, way, we can't yeah. help it if we put big scores on people. I mean, you know, but um, that's just um, your mate Kenty, right? This is the thing that what mm. everyone's jumped on and gone. He's right. He's right. But they, they go in there and they defend it with incorrect information and then they start correcting themselves and then before you know it, you know, they've argued against themselves. Kenny was on there going, oh, yeah, Manly are flat track bullies. I mean, they haven't beaten Souths, they haven't beaten Penrith, they haven't beaten the Storm, uh, uh, Parramatta, they haven't beaten Parramatta and then, and then, and then all, and, you know, Roosters and then they go and then you and then he went oh well hang on they just beat the roosters so they be and then five minutes later he's like oh well actually no they did beat Parramatta that's right that's right so you know they, they don't know what's going on one person says something mm. but look okay. at the end of the day Gurgler's we'll trying see. to get people a bit of <laughs> word of mouth he's trying to get the Gurgler name out there and um, you know unfortunately it's going to backfire with our with our okay. big uh, hell no we won't go protest that we're gonna. Throughout the front of gurglers. Um, if he thinks the Melbourne lockdowns yeah. look bad, wait till wait till he sees what's coming. That's right. To gurglers. Yeah. Gurglers grinder. Because on that Melbourne one, there was only two guys with a nose bag. At our protest, everyone's going to have a nose bag. <laughs> well, Killer and Cyrus are kind of banned <laughs> from coming. So, um, yeah. Hard. So Aaron Woods uh, signing on unders. It's weird. I I don't see him. I don't see how he gets in the team. I just don't. Mm. I, I, he's definitely behind Paseca, um, Tapao, um, uh, Alawai, and um, Kepi. He's behind those four guys, and I'd even put him behind Toff Sipley. 
So he's ahead of Kurt DeLouis, but, you know, so we've got to have two injuries before before he's, uh, you know, before he even gets on the field. So I don't know. It's a weird one. Oh, mm. Des, Des has just got him purely, I think, for practice. He's he's the, he's the val- he's the Valentine Holmes of Manly. That's okay. Everyone needs a Valentine Holmes, you know. Um, speaking of the Valentine Holmes of Manly, how Souths are using Latrell as their secret weapon. Ooh, now this is a big wow. one. So apparently, what they've mm. done is they're getting Latrell Mitchell to play like Tommy Turbo. In the opposed sessions. Oh, in the, yeah, okay. Now, the only thing I would say to that is, if Latrell could play like Tommy Turbo, <laughs> shouldn't he always play like Tommy Turbo? <laughs> like, That's like me saying, guys, we're going up against the Bulls. Don't worry. I'll play like Jordan, and that way you'll be ready for him. It's like you could if you would, but you can't. So, you know, mm. unless, unless in their yeah. head Tommy Turbo is about 30 kilos overweight and likes to punch people in the head. I mean... Maybe that's maybe they haven't played well. They haven't played Turbo this year, so maybe they forgot what he's like. Um, but that's their big secret weapon. I'm not not too bothered wow. by it to be Look honest. Out. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, here we go. Here's another one. DCE named as one of the five all-time athletes of the modern <laughs> era. <laughs> Um, oh, God, I can't believe it's taking so you this long to, to say this. So if, uh, if you didn't, if you, if you missed it, um, hang on, I haven't teed it up, so let me just press stop and then while I find it so people don't have to listen, hold on. Okay, we're back. So this was an ad uh, during the Dally M's. Um, and here we go, like straight from the horse's mouth. This is Fox, so this is a reputable uh, news. Matt Nathan. The game's on the line. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> if I could get that tattooed on my body, I would. If I could somehow get a, a film a clip tattooed. An audio clip. That's yeah. it. Tattoo and you just come up and you just press it. <laughs> and immediately says it. That is so good. Just think. It's so funny. Jordan, Kobe, Ronaldo, uh, who else was it? Brady and D C. Yep. DCE. So good. It's and true, too. He's Mr. Clutch. Guy. He's Mr. Clutch. He is. How many games has he won on the buzzer? It's unbelievable. Mm. <sighs> yeah. Sure. Time, what amazing times it's, we live it's in. Be a, it's got to be a manly fan in on that one. Like, that one was just... That set, that set Twitter alight. Just like, oh. what, who would write this? Like, I don't even know if Ronaldo's Clutch either, to be honest. Like, they've just... They've just chosen four most high-profile players they can think of. I agree. Out of those five athletes, I think Ronaldo's the one on the out. To be honest with you, I think he's, I think he's, I think he's uh, thanking his lucky stars. He was put into that promo. I think he could have easily been replaced. To be honest, but I um, can tell you, I can Wood, tell Tiger you Woods just, uh, just could have been between Woods. us, yeah, and the seven listeners that yeah. that that. MPEG is bookmarked, and uh, if Manly go out, it's gonna there. It's gonna be 
just an absolute Christmas present from the gods, to, you know, to see DCE compared to Jordan. Well, it's, a, it's disappointing, Bill, that you would say that because um, mm. Manly fans, i got to say, and this was almost going to be um, my not all heroes wear capes, except uh, the guy, the Penrith uh, off-field trainer came in and took it because he saved a life. Yeah, he's, he's the true hero. But Manly fans have been awfully nice to you this week. Yeah, and I've been awfully nice I'll, to Manly fans. I'll go as back. Well. Oh, I'll go back to the game against the Storm. Me, you, Killer, Cyrus are in a uh, chat. After the game, you were next level. You are you were giving us such a hard time after that Storm game. And then when you guys well, lost believe, to Penrith, I believe the Hindus called it karma. <laughs> When you guys lost to Penrith, I think, I think there was Killer a lot of commiserations. Get skull fucked with a wooden spoon. What's that? Just a few moments beforehand. What's that? On the same message group. I think Killer had said I was going to be skull fucked <laughs> with a wooden spoon. <laughs> that was like six months ago. I can move on. Uh, <laughs> uh, Manly fans have been very nice. You're already planning the nasty little things you're going to say no, when we no, go I'm out. No, I'm just saying. Well, let me point out to the to the jury. Yeah. That. One of us posted a photo of Brad Arthur sitting next to Jeff Toovey <laughs> shortly after the Eels lost yeah. and said, if you want to know why Manly lost the 2013 grand final, yes. just have a look at who's sitting next to Jeff Toovey. Well, so I don't know. You say you're being nice. but Well, I, I actually thought that, was, I thought that was nice. I was supporting Para. I think Para is a great <laughs> team. You just need to get a Wayne Bennett type coach in there. That's all I was trying to do. I was just giving you some constructive mm. criticism. That's all. Yeah, and I think Manly are a great team. They just need someone more like Michael Jordan. Less <laughs> they like do. They like do. Jerry Evans. Yeah, they've got guys a bit like Jordan, a little bit like Kobe, a little bit like <laughs> Tom Brady. Um, <laughs> that was pretty funny though. I yeah. could I like Manly fans were just rejoicing. Yeah, it was fantastic. That, that is the kind of level of. Of uh, it's like you, it's like a skit almost, you know. And I know DCE is good at kicking field goals in meaningless games. Sorry, I had to let the meaningless games in there. But no, he's yeah. good at he's good at field goals, right? He's I I, I see where it's coming from. But then ice, moving ice that cold. to uh, to Jordan and Kobe, Jordan, <laughs> Brady, Ronaldo, yeah. and this guy, D. C E. I could imagine you just watching it. Oh mate, fucking! I had to excuse myself. I had to excuse myself and go to the bathroom. I was like, I'll be right back. (laughs) Has anyone got a moist towel? (laughs) I could borrow. (laughs) Um, What do you think of the new format of the um, of the Dalian? Well, that's my next one. The M in Dally M stands for manly. As the rest of the comp told to go home as the Seagulls take all the awards. Mm. Mm. So we got try of, anything yet? Try of the year. Boom. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, highest point scorer in uh, Garrick. Um, yep. Best coach. Has uh, that been given out yet? Basically. Basically. <laughs> Uh, Hang on, and there's one here you missed. Flat track bully of the year. And yep, we've got um, two of the top five players. Is it? No. Was it how many How many people were yeah, nominated? Yeah. Five? Yeah, yeah, two. Two of the top five. Yeah. yeah. Tommy Turbo, you, Daly Chervins. So there, that, there goes that the uh, 
there goes the one team, one one player team theory out the door. When you've got mm. two players in the Dally M. Were you were you honestly, were you a little bit surprised that DCE was in that top five? He's been playing really well. And no, I know. I like I'm not I'm not critic this is not one of my many goes at DCE. Yeah. yeah. I was a bit surprised that he was I think he's been really good down the stretch for you. Mm. But um I was a bit surprised that he was Fifth, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's because Man- I also think it's because Manly's been putting. I can't putting, think of anyone that. I think yeah. it's because we've been putting scores on people, right? So, if you're in a so, I just think that you know, I just think that Manly get more Dally M points every game because we're putting such massive scores on people. Is it winning, yeah. You know what I mean? Like if it was, and, and if the, the other, score was yeah. like, if the score was like, you know, ten to twelve or something, you could almost give. You know, you could give the losing team one point, you know, one of the players one point. You could possibly even give them two points. You know what I mean? Like, you could if go well. Um, if you're Ruan Sims. Yeah, like Ponga could get two points. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he played yes, so yeah. well. Ponga, won, you know, two points, Latrell Mitchell, three points type of thing, you know. Um, but when you're doing them by 40, then it's kind of like, you know, you're beating um, the dogs by 66 points to nil. Manly's getting all the one, two, and three. You know what I mean? Like we're we're getting all yeah. of them. So there's probably a little bit of that in there. Um, but I also think because there's so much hype amongst the media about Turbo, people have just been forgetting about Cherry Evans, and he's been playing. You know, he's playing really well. He, he's outplayed yeah. Nathan fucking Cleary since Origin. That's for sure. Like up until yeah, Origin, maybe yeah. not. But since then, like I appreciate Cleary's had a busted shoulder, but we've all got problems. You know. I don't. Yeah. I don't whinge about mine, so I don't. I don't use it as an excuse. <laughs> well, and yeah, I think the thing is, like, also, there's no one, there's no one else you look at and go, well, hang on, what about, uh, you know, there's no one that when you look at that list, no one jumps out as a real glaring omission. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, it kind of like go, yeah, I guess, I guess, but I was a bit surprised that he was, he was fifth. I don't think he'll. I don't think he's going to win it. I reckon no. it's going to be Turbo or or um. Uh, Cody Walker. Yeah, possibly. I think Turbo's got and it. And only but... Cody Walker because he's played more games. I think Turbo's been the best player this season by a yeah. country mile. Like, it's yeah. maybe the best season, depending on how Manly go. If Manly make the grand final, it's it's the best season we've ever seen. Um, even if they don't, it's up there. You know, just just on the on the games and where Manly were before he got injured and where they are since he's come back. Not saying they're a one-man team, but just what he's brought off the field as well mm. as on the field just to turn Manly around the way I watched. Um, haven't. I yeah. watched the South's uh, Manly uh, finals game 2019 today, right, where we were robbed. Mm. Um, when you got a bit stitched up then. Travojevic yeah. got sent. Um and well, he got sent for doing exactly like way less oh, yes. than what Jerome yes. Luai did. Jerome Le- to Luai, Moses. he had two bites at it. He grabbed yeah. Mitchell <laughs> Moses at the start. Mitchell Moses managed to grab, break free of him, and then he had another go, which put Moses on his ass. It was like, yeah, it, it was weird. It was weird, but yeah. anyway, anyway, but that's that. It was, they're very similar. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, Turbo getting sent was for like the most innocuous of little like bumps and then yeah anyway don't start me that's going to be my new tpa 
Uh, send everyone to sleep but topic. I watched that game and yeah. some of the tries they scored, and nothing against Brendan the Brave, but a couple of those tries that um, South scored, there's no way they were scoring them if Turbo was there. Like, Brendan the Brave got ran over twice in that game. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I think that's the thing with Tommy. It's like, it's not just his offensive um, attacking ability. It's his defense, which also, um, I think it's almost more important having such a big body back there. Um, yeah. And he's, he's always there too. He's very um, positionally aware. Like yeah. he always seems to just be there. You know how the good players just kind of... Almost working hard. When the... You know. Um, anyway, have you got any news? Have you got any C, uh, uh, para news? I don't have any para news. Uh, no. Well, I think the big news for para fans right now is Brad Arthur, the status of Brad Arthur's mm. contract. Mm. So, And what is it? And this, well, it's, they've got to keep him. This is the other reason why I'm just I'm down. Does he I'm, have a season I'm left? Lonely and I'm, he's got another season left. Okay. Now, I don't think, and you know I hate Brad Arthur. Yeah. I don't think you can fire him right now after they beat Melbourne and they pushed the Panthers to the to the end and they played well. Mm. Not well enough to win, but they played well. And that that disheartens me as well because we're going to be stuck with Brad Arthur for another year because he was bra- like because the team was brave. It's like mm. Yeah, it's. It, I'll, I'll take that to my. I'm done. But um, I think you need a. I really do think you. And maybe you've got one coming through in the juniors. But I really do think you need an X factor type player. Yeah, like yeah, Michael definitely. Jennings was kind of your. Can create something. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he had the speed mm-hmm. and the size. You know, he's like a. You know, like a Joey Manu. Like one of these guys. You kind of just need one of those guys, and you just don't seem to have one of those guys at the moment. Um, yeah. Gutho, well, Gutho tried, but he's just not fast enough. He's not big enough, and he's not. You know what I mean? He's just not. He's all effort, and he's a good enough fullback. You know, I'm not saying you need to replace him. You know, but yeah, you yeah, do yeah. need some sort of. You know, like a Katoni Stag, or just you just need something like that. Um, well, there's no, there's no superstar there, is there? There's no one where you just no. go, he's, this is the man, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, the, what we, what I would say though is, you know, there's teams that, there's teams like Para has been always looking for the next Sterler. You're looking for your next guy who was your, your halfback Sterler. But then you have guys we're looking, that we're looking for our next Brent Kite. But yeah. Well, well, you, you know. If you want to transcend you, the next Brent Kite or maybe the next Joey Johns, who's the game's next Joey? Yeah. And I think what the yields are coming in that type of rarefied status is we might have found our next Brad Parker, you know, our own center of excellence. Yeah. We might have found because this Will Penasini guy yep. is in his like fifth game. And he is up there with, like, our best player. He's been excellent. I'm very excited about him. Now, he's a centre. He's not a ball player. But to be spoken of in the same... Even to be mentioned in the same sentence as Brad Parker, it's pretty exciting. Now, would you say that Fergo copped a lot of 
blame that may not have been his. It's mm. not entirely his mm. fault for that side when he was out there with Opacek. And as it turns out, maybe Opacek isn't the Brad Parker that we all thought he was. <laughs> maybe. So, I mean, something was fucking wrong on that edge. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And this Will Penasini's come in and all of a sudden that edge is fixed up. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's weird. Also, I think we were... It helped that Penrith didn't have Brian Toto there. You know, that's that's a pretty big out for them. Toto's one of their best guys. And they yeah, had and a you few guys times got, they spread it. Weapon. And you guys had Mike Acevo out. Of course. I'm not... You, you know, had I'm, Reed, I'm, I you get had it, Reed Marnie but, out. Or what, how, how are we meant to pronounce yeah. his name? Mahoney. Reed Mahoney. Ma, ma. Reed Mahoney. Yeah. As Ken O'Karawong said, Reed Mahoney. There you go. Mahoney. Um, yeah. All right. Should we, uh, can we get into the Manly game? Do it. Manly, what a game against the Chooks. The dirty fouls. Um, I mean, I, I take no pleasure in saying this, but I think I know the Roosters better than any other team in the NRL. Three weeks in, I called the injuries, right? Three weeks in, I said, you watch, they'll fall apart. They're, they're, they're too old. You watch. Yep. The injuries will start coming in, and sure enough, they fell apart, right? Then I called out that uh, Victor Radley's nothing but a punk bitch, and sure enough, sure enough, <laughs> it turns up, does nothing, and throws a very obvious punch at Sean Kepi because he didn't like the way the scrum was going down and the fact that they were behind by like 30 points at the time. Um, I just... I don't know. I seem to. I'm. I'm open. If any. If anyone wants to get me on their books to give them any sort of roosters, you know, clairvoyance. Get, clairvoyance. Get get your team up ready to play the chooks. I'll tell you exactly what they're going to do before they even know what they're doing. So uh, I just. I don't know something about it. I can just sort of get in on their wavelength. But um, you see dead people. That's it. <laughs> um, well, look, we did exactly what what I said we needed to do. We needed to, to shut down all their, you know, bit. Bit players, you know. Tedesco still played well, still, uh, you know, made a few, you know, he still made a heap of line breaks and everything, and that's okay. He was allowed to do that, but we shut down all their pretenders, um, and that's exactly what we we're meant to do. And we fucking scored all over them, even with the bad ref calls we were getting. So, and we, and and I think the master stroke is bringing Sean Kepi on start and putting Tapao on the bench. I've always preferred that. I've always preferred that. So Powell's got this funny thing where he he thinks it's a victimless crime giving away a penalty. You know what I mean? He's just like, oh, yeah, it doesn't hurt anyone. Um, and when he came on, we were up by, I think we are up 24 points to six when he came on. He gave away three penalties in 15 minutes. Like one penalty every five minutes. Like... Uh, and I think yeah, it's more than yeah. he just does it, and I don't get it, and I don't understand how. And luckily we were up, but 
if he gave away three penalties in the first 15 minutes when he was starting, then fuck, the, you know, the game game can look very different at that point. And that's the problem that we had. And it wasn't him. I understand it was drop balls and stuff like that in Storm. But it's stuff like that which will get you behind the eight ball straight off. So I do, I, I do prefer Marty coming off the bench. Um, and I thought Kepi was huge. He played really well. I haven't seen him that play that well since... Um, who did he play really well against? It was the team before he played the Knights because then he played the Knights and he, you know, some people say he single-handedly lost that game for us. Um, mm. I mean, we were playing against an absolute perfect Knights team. but Perfect team. Per- the perfect team. <laughs> often described the Knights as the perfect team. But uh, he, he, was, he was huge for us. I thought he played really well. And um, breaking news... Uh, the Brendan the Brave, Brendan the Brave Award this week. Yeah, the Centre of Excellence, Brad Parker. As it turns out, it seems like he played almost half a game with a broken hand. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Now, now, Bill, you've you've had injuries in your time. How hard is it to Many. play with a broken hand? Very, very. I've I've tried a lot of things with a broken hand, and yep. everything's hard. <laughs> It's also thrilling sometimes. It feels like it's not you. It's like a stranger. A stranger <laughs> it's visiting. A stranger. It's like yeah. sitting on your hand yeah. on the bus for an hour. But yeah, it's, uh, I mean, th- th- you just look at this kid's soul, Brad Parker. So he. As, as Al Pacino said, his soul is intact. <laughs> is that sound of a woman? Hoo ha. Hoo ha. Hoo ha. The beard way. He played like the beard You're- way, didn't he? He was a bad man. What bad is man. a bad man? <laughs> um, so I would say, so, yes, yeah, so big breaking news. Not confirmed, so I hope we're not saying this and then it turns out that it's all bullshit. But um, apparently Brad Parker, broken hand, will not be playing this week against Souths, which is upsetting because, again, wow. in 2019, a- he had a huge try. He busted through. He sent them Hang on, let me just get on flying. sports bet. Holy shit. We're going to make a... <laughs> It's gonna the the odds are gonna just explode now. I mean, Manly's gonna widen dramatically now. Yeah, <laughs> with Brad Parker so, out. So Brad Parker's out. Um, again, not confirmed, but I. It looks like Moses Suli is coming in. Now, everyone who remembers 2019 will remember that Dane Gagai was treated like Moses Suli's bitch, and to the point where Gagai was actually put. I've never seen this before in football. Bill, you, you're a scholar from way back. Yeah. Dane Gagai got taken at the half at half time. He got put on the other side of the field to get him away from Moses Suli because Suli was just running through him. Have you ever seen that happen before where someone's just being owned by the op- their opposition so the coach tries to protect them by putting them on the other side of the field? I've never seen not, that not before. Not ever. Well, Mitchell Moses used to happen to every game, but oh, really? Mitchell never. <laughs> no, you know who they did it with was Chris Sando. The Eels used to take Chris Sando and put him on the wing because he just couldn't. Right. You know, he'd either try and shoulder charge someone. Yes. Maybe you always try and do these yeah. big shoulder charges or just not tackle them at all. Or wouldn't he jump really high? Well, not like, for a wouldn't sense. he try and jump and like wrap them up around the head or something? Like. No, he'd actually do, it was when shoulder charges were legal and he would right. literally line them up and just go boom and try and, you know, floor them. But it was a it was about a one in eight worked. So when it worked it looked great. Yeah. 
So it'd be in the highlight reel in a game the Eels lost by 60. <laughs> and then show, but look at this hit. Oh, and then the rest of the NRL.com highlights are like, and then, you know, the, the Panthers or the Knights or whoever shitpot team it was would be running in tries against <laughs> us. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so anyway, so Moses Suli, he's got good form. Good form against Souths. So, um, hopefully hopefully that uh, form keeps on playing out. Um, I've sort of jumped on to next week's game, haven't I? Because we were talking about yeah. Brad well, Parker. Not, there's not a lot to talk. There's just, yeah, it's all... We've just got to take the opportunities as they arise. Much like Manly, we need to just <laughs> play what's in front of us. What was your fa- what, what was your favourite part of the game, Bill? Because I know you're watching it. I watched the highlights. I, I was I watched the highlights because Oh no, that's um, right. What were you watching at the time? Why don't you tell everyone what you were watching instead of the game? What was I? Because uh, well, we do Friday night You're movie night. Notting Hill watched, with Hugh Grant. Notting Hill. That's right. We watched Ted Lasso, <laughs> and then we watched Notting Hill. <laughs> Jesus! What a great a great film. Hugh Grant is just so foppish. Go back and rewatch it. Hugh yeah. Grant is so English, and it's so it's like a caricature of an English, of an Englishman. Yeah. Well, I, I, I guess I, I, I guess I mean I, I hadn't thought of it that way. <laughs> now that you mention it, well, it's almost the same character everyone. that he was in Four Weddings and a Funeral, wasn't it? Pretty much. He's pretty much the same actor in every char- every movie he plays. He's like um Vince Vaughn. He just plays the same character. Yes. Yes. In every fucking movie, you know. <laughs> um, I like that my favourite character was when he picked up a transvestite in real life. Did you see? Oh, <laughs> Divine. That wasn't a transvestite. That was Divine Brown. Oh, no, that was Eddie. That Eddie, was Murphy. Eddie Murphy, wasn't it? He was just giving her a lift home, he said. Yeah. Well, yeah, who hasn't done that yeah. before? Oh, I give people lift homes all the time. Um, so, my favourite part of the game, you got to say... Jason Saab running down the sideline and taking the time to mug at the manly bench and give him a smile as they as they kind <laughs> Honestly, of I saw that that was in the highlight yeah the, as they cheered him on as he ran past that was fantastic that was so good I loved it I like how they fought, they look for him like when there's a oh, yeah. play he's yeah. done that many times and they just go give it to Saab yeah it's 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 almost like it's almost like they're panicked. It's almost like a man with explosive diarrhea, right? Panically looking for the toilet, trying to undo the buckle, holding on for dear life. And as soon as they, as soon as you sit down on the toilet, there's just a look of relief and just complete relaxation. <laughs> you know you got there, and it's the same with people. They're like panicking. Fuck! Quick! Where is he? Where is he? I got to get the pass away because they know if they get the pass away, it's a try. And if they don't, try, yeah. then it, they're fucked up a try, even if they're on their own ten meter mark. And you could see, you could see Good Morgan, like absolutely, where's he gone? Where's he gone? Looking this way, that way, you couldn't spot him. And then just as he was going down, he spot him, managed to sort of do a little sort of underarm flick pass away. And the Around look the of, yeah, yeah. the look of relief was like, oh, I made it. Thank God. And then he just could relax <laughs> as he saw Saab gallop away into the distance. <laughs> it was fantastic. So good. What I really want to know, though, what I'd really, I mean, I don't know how we'd ever find out, but I really want to know who would win in a foot race. Oh. 
between Saab and yeah. the Hammer. What's his name? Tabify. There's I mean, no, we, we'll there's, never know. There's no way because to really know. Because even if they ran, <laughs> the hammer would not try. That's the thing. You could tell. He's not even trying. Even if the hammer's running for the try line yeah. for a score that really matters, that might win his team, put his team ahead yeah. and gets easily run down, he clearly wasn't trying. He clearly that's wasn't what trying. Players do. Yeah, that's right. They can't be bothered. <laughs> um,. Uh, yeah, that's about it for the game. I mean, everyone watched it. You don't need to harp on about how good we were. I mean, we're flat track bullies. Yeah. That's, that's clean and simple. Well, we just. I, I, so I think uh, Manly needed that though, because I thought you were flat in your last three games. Obviously you got beaten comfortably by Melbourne and, but Melbourne can do that. And then you struggled a little bit in patches, even though you won comfortably in the end for both the Bulldogs and the uh, the Cowboys, you did struggle at times in those games. So I think this was like if you could have asked for the perfect result for Manly, this was it. You you won comfortably and you didn't – there were no glaring weaknesses, mm. you know, and the tries – the try they got was kind of, you know, against the run of play, I guess. Um I think it's the perfect result for Manly. So, and, and I will say, like, I, I'm not. I get the flat track bully thing. I'm, I know it offends you, but I get it. But I will also say, Para were the worst team potentially in the competition three weeks before you know the end of the season. They then beat Manly. Uh, they 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 then beat Melbourne, and it changed every. They got that self belief back mm. and they got their confidence and they, they started clicking again. And so I think that's what you want to happen with Manly. And this game was like that. They they did everything they needed to. Everyone looked good. Foran looked good. Um, you know, Dylan Walker looked good. So I, I hope for your sake that this is the one that kind of gets Manly back yeah, to where I they think, were kind of. And I'm hoping you know, it just got through to like the younger guys and the forwards. It's just sort of like. If we're going to win, we just got to run straight through them and we got to hold on to the ball. Like, that's just plain yeah, and simple. Yeah. You just can't make simple mistakes. Um, Hamoli, I, don't, I, I think, don't think the, I don't think the Rabbitohs look, the Rabbitohs don't look unbeatable. You know, I think this is very much a, a, a pretty evenly matched game. Yeah, I, I think so. I think, I think it's pretty even. I don't, I honestly, I haven't, I haven't watched that many Rabbitohs games. I watched, I watched the one where Latrell took out, um, you know, Joey Mano. Yeah, the, yeah. But I keep on hearing, like, you go through their forward pack and there's not a lot of names I really recognise. But from what I've heard is they play really well. Like, their forward pack is really good. So They've got um, that Kolomatangi guy right. who's really good. Um, yeah. Tom Burgess has been playing well. Right. Um, Damien Cook. You know, the beat yeah. sprinter. I don't know if you knew that. No. Former beat sprinter. Okay. Um, and I know there's this, is it Mark Nichols, the guy who's been... Oh, he's a he's a plotter. He's a Tim Manor. He's right. nothing... He, you know, he's 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 like a... Um, he's a cult hero because he looks like he doesn't deserve to play in first grade. Right. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't so be I, worried about him. I tell you what, though. I wonder what sport's better paying for there to be a blue between Morgan... Um, Harper and Dan Gagai, like 
because I'd put my life savings on it. Like, oh, really? Gagai's, Gagai's one of those guys who just fires up over nothing. You know what I mean? It's, and this yeah. is his, this is his, this could, this could possibly be his last chance to ever win a um, premiership because he's going back to the Knights next year. So, you know, they've oh, got God. no yeah, chance. Well, it definitely is. He's yeah. <laughs> so, you know, he's going to be fired up. Morgan Harbour likes getting fired up. So I reckon the, the, the battle between those two guys is going to be, it's going to be on. And um, Cody Walker, uh, yeah, th- this is the one thing I'm concerned about is that Cody Walker's on that side and Dane Gagai's on that side as well, right? The left side. So up against those two guys is Morgan Harper and you've also got Hamoli Olakatalo. And I just hope that they don't give away any... Keep their cool. I just yeah, hope they keep, keep their cool because Walker will do it. Walker's worse than fucking Munster. You know what I mean? You know, you'll tackle yeah. Walker, absolutely nothing in it, and he'll get up and he'll throw an elbow, you'll get pissed off, he'll, you know what I mean? Like, he's just, he's one of those guys who f- forgets that getting tackled is part of the game. So, yeah, I just hope they keep their cool and they don't get sort of goaded. I hope they're just like Sean Kepi. Just let them punch him in the head and just don't react to him. Um, mm. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but it should be, I'm hoping it'll be a good game. Uh, and hopefully we just hold on to the ball a little bit. If we hold on to the ball, um, yeah. If we hold on to the ball, I think we'll, I think we'll ha- we'll go a long way. I just don't think. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't seen South play that much, but I don't see their defense holding us out. Like they're not gonna. I just can't. You know, if we can hold on to the ball, I can't see them stopping us from scoring. But yeah, yeah. I think I think the dream situation for Manly is. You knock South over and then you just pray that the Panthers somehow beat Melbourne. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think I think Melbourne are the are just looming. If 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 Melbourne can get knocked out this weekend, it's like anyone can win the comp. You know, the Penrith, uh, South and Manly, you'd all say they can all beat one another. Melbourne seem to be on a slightly different level. Yeah. So you kind of almost got to hope Penrith pull oh, off absolutely. an upset. Or, or um, it's just like the ultimate grub game and there's just like... They all get injured, yeah. Penrith, well, or Penrith are like... Penrith are down 40 nil at half time, and all those guys just go, fuck it, and they just start, you know, throwing elbows. The trainer and, comes on and starts stabbing people. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And then Melbourne Skies, you know, start throwing punches and they're all just gone for the grand final. They're all suspended. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> we just waltz in. And we're up against, you know, um, Cooper Johns and uh, yeah. <laughs> all these fucking nobodies. That'd be fantastic. Come on, boys. Next Cooper man up. Cooper Johns and system. George Jennings is other, where other is your, halves. Where is your Melbourne system now? Come on, show us. <laughs> Next man up. Um, but all this talk of grand final, Bill, it's got me a little bit. It's reminding me of 20, 2011 and it's giving me a bit of a... Okay, so now I'm just going to ease it in. I'm just going to ease these in, all right? I'm just going to... Mm. This first one's not a not a rager. This one, I, you almost need to double thumb it in, right? But then... <laughs> but once I've eased it in with a double thumbs, it's then turning into an absolute fucking rager. It's turning into an absolute jackhammering. So Manly have won 12... Of our last 13 preliminary games. 
12 or 13. Wow. That's pretty good, right? But not 100%, right? And that's that's what hard stats is all about. So here's here it is. I've, I've double thumbed it in, but get ready to be pile drived because this one is going to end up on efuck.com. This one is so crazy. <laughs> On what? I don't even know that site. How do I not know that site? <laughs> um, Des Hasler has won a hundred percent of every game he's coached, every prelim game he's coached. Hundred percent. Wow. Never won a preliminary. Can you believe that? Never lost one. That's what I said. What did I say? Never won one. <laughs> you said never, never lost won one. <laughs> never lost one. Never lost a preliminary grand final. Can you believe it? Wow, that's, that's raging. That's raging. That's yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's uh that that one. Well, let's that, get the bets on. Yeah. <laughs> that it's a pretty unbelievable, isn't it? He's five from five. Anyway, I can't remember the last preliminary final. The well, I can. It was two thousand and nine, but it's sad. It's making me sad. I'm uh, getting sad. Lockdown and now this it's killing me so i've got i've got some other f- hard steps here people have actually people are getting on board Get, okay. people are people are getting on board the uh podcast which is good finally a little bit of uh to and fro here just hope that they uh they join me in my protest and gurglers but um uh fire up uh has put um andrew davy has never missed a tackle in first grade. Wow. wow. There you go. Andrew Davey, former That's Manly, uh, former para great and Manly great. He's never missed a tackle immortal. in first grade. Can you believe <laughs> that? I can't believe that. That sounds a bit. It sounds That's... a bit like my my. Uh, <laughs> Your Fergie Ferguson never lost a game in twenty twenty one. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Well, I mean, we could go and research it, but. I don't think We're that's what ju- I think We're that's what journos do. Fire ups word yeah, for it. That's right. Um, uh, here we go. Uh, hard stats. Uh, here we go. This is from Mo. Both Trent Barrett and Brad Arthur are yet to advance past week two of the finals in their coaching careers. It's true. Mm, it's a hard true stat. True. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, here we go. Here's one from Jeremy. Uh, Lachlan Croker, Origin Bolter. Although we thought maybe he's from Fiji or something, didn't we? Queens. Lachlan, Lachlan, Lachlan Croker. Because that's the only way he didn't play Origin. It's the only way. <laughs> he must be from Fiji. Um, he's from Goulburn. He's probably, he pl- plays for the ACT. Oh, that's it. Um, he has a 100% win record in the finals. In his fight in finals appearances. There you go. Um, There's a photo of Lachlan Croker on Wikipedia. I'm just doing some fact checking because we're very yeah. say what you will about this podcast, but we check facts. Yeah, and he has orange. Ha- he's got red hair. No, that's you're thinking of um, the center of excellence. No, it's Lachlan Croker, and he's got red hair. He must have dyed it to he look like have. Brad Parker, like one of yeah. those. Yeah. Like you did at your thirtieth when you when is you know, yeah that- when is Mister T that's right I wore a bunch of <laughs> I wore a bunch of gold chains around my neck you can say that there's nothing wrong with wearing gold chains but <laughs> I'm sending it to you on your message so you can look at it but he's got red hair okay 
Unless I'm blind. Unless I'm blind, like Jeff TV said. Um, okay. Makes for good audio, this. Yeah, doesn't it? Just reading your... Yeah, okay. Well, it's... Uh, it's got that's a not tinge. red. That's just a bit of blood or... Uh, Bill, anyway. That's not... That's not... That's like saying you've got an afro. It's like... No, no. All right. It's got semen in my hair. Okay, let's 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 wrap it up. I'm done with this podcast. I mean, well, I'm done. Cause I'm done. Yes, Bill. Tell us I'm what done. year I'm done. I'm is. done. I'm done with losing bravely. I'm <laughs> done with this participation prize that a lot of para fans seem to be just wallowing in. Wallowing in this wow, weren't we close? Mm. Haven't we been close? Mm. Haven't we been brave? We saw it when we lost to Melbourne in like two thousand and well, every year we lose to Melbourne. If we ever come close, everyone goes, wow, look at look at how close we got. Look at how close we got to mm. doing something. And I'm I'm done with it. It needs to... It, it's, it's a fault in the fan base where we cheer losing because we didn't get flogged. Do you know what it or reminds me some- of? It reminds me of the scene in the castle where the mother brings a very ordinary meal, puts it down in the middle of the table, and he goes... What do you call this? Rissoles. Hey, kids, aren't we? Looks like everyone scored a goal tonight, aren't we? Lucky Rissoles, yeah. eh? Yeah. And that's kind of like the power fan base. It's ice cream. What have you done with it? Scooped it out of a tub. That's yeah. it. See this, kids? Wouldn't get this in a restaurant, would you? <laughs> that's it. It feels a little bit Just, like that. Look at that. Second round. Pretty good, isn't it, kids, eh? It's the way Brad yeah. Arthur got us there, though. That's what counts. Um, so I just you know I think look I'm okay with keeping Brad Arthur I don't want to keep him but I don't think the club can sack him right now after what they did in you know the last few weeks which Mm. infuriates me because it's again it's sending that lack of accountability as long as you get close that's good enough and I mean it's not it's it's not good enough Uh, I don't think Brad Arthur has been a good coach this year I think you know, I stand by my George Costanza analogy where I think he really was at his best when he was trying not to do what he normally does. So mm. I'll give him that. That's the only saving grace. of The only nice words I'll say about Brad Arthur was he mixed it up. He didn't do the same thing he did every year. So he he rested some players. He took some chances. He didn't just try and, you know, you know, repeat the same process and get the same outcome. One of them blew up spectacularly in his face, Ray Stone. Ray Stone was absolutely amazingly bad in that game as hooker for Mm. for Para. And I don't want to put it all on Ray Stone, you know, because he's not a hooker. He played really well against the Knights. In some ways, you know, without his performance, we might have lost to the Knights. We mightn't have even been there. So this isn't a slight on Ray Stone, but he's not a hooker and BA tried and it failed. Um, 
and but I'll give him that he tried. And the only other thing I've got, the only other good thing I've got to say about Brad Arthur is he fired up in a in the post match press conference, which he never ever does. He never plays the game, and I think you know that's the infuriating thing for Eels plan Eels fans. Is yes, there's an element of us rest folding, of course. But we saw that Ivan Cleary has complained consistently for the last month. Mm. And then he goes on the field in their knockout game of the season and it's like the refs finally went, oh, God, we don't want to get yelled at here. Mm. We're just going to give you know, give Ivan what he wants. And it's like, Brad, you need to do that. So Brad did it. Now, the season's over, so it's a fucking sweet nothing significance. But, you know, uh, I'll give him that. But I just, I still can't see us winning a premiership with Brad Arthur. Um, And I'm done with us accepting a loss that was close. It's not good enough. You know, we're not going to win. Even if we won that game, we're we're not, we weren't going to beat Melbourne. We're not, we kid ourselves that as para fans that we are close to winning a title and I don't think we are yet. We need to change something more. So that's my that's that's my I'm done. It's been a big week of I'm done. Mm. I'm done with the season. Mm. Uh but that's the one that stood out to me is I'm just done with this this culture of para fans just coming out and saying I'm so so proud of us. And it's like, yeah, I'm proud that they did you know that they, they made it close, but no, they lost. Losing by two or losing by fifty you still you've you've won two finals games in ten years. Like, come on. Anyway, I'm done. Well, it'll see. It will see next season if it's made any difference. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Six. Oh God. Uh, I've got an I'm done here from uh, Davio Tavita. Uh, Phil Gould trying to be special or unique or something by leaving the S off team mascot uh, yeah, names. Yeah, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking weird. It is. I mean, no, I'm surprised yes. anyone's left to be able to view Phil Gould's tweets. He seems to have blocked 98% of Well, Twitter. he does it on his podcast. He goes, right, my tips this week are Panther, Bulldog, Rabbit. <laughs> He's just... He's a fucking idiot. He is a genuine fucking idiot. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I'm, I'm with yeah. you on that one, Davio. Um, Mo. Uh, Hollywood making remakes of classic movies, the latest being The Lost Boys. I'm done. I, okay. I hadn't even heard okay. that. Lost Boys. I mean... It's a bit weird, yeah. I, I don't get that. I mean, it's Have not... Have you liked any any Hollywood remakes? Well, it's not... Um, it's not... It's not The Lost Boys unless you've got at least two actors in it called Corey. And I can't, I can't think of two actors at the moment who are called Corey. <laughs> Corey. You have Corey Waddell and Corey Holsborough. Corey had a wear a Naira. There you go. Um, you yeah, had three you Corys. There you go. That, that, that would work. Um, yeah, well, I haven't heard of Lost Boys being redone, but yeah, uh, unless it's got Corey Haim and Corey Feldman in it, I'm not interested. Uh, no, one thank of them's you. Dead, isn't, isn't one of them dead? Yeah, so that's why they shouldn't remake it's it. They're alive. There's a question. Did one die? Corey yeah. Feldman die, maybe? No, Corey Haim died. Oh, Corey Haim. Yeah, Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman was the global pedophile conspiracy ring guy, yeah? Yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, he was one of Michael Jackson's mates and 
Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Richard Cranium. Graham Annesley and the NRL leadership. Grow a set it. Grow a set and recognize a problem instead of doubling down and trying to treat everyone as a fool. Couldn't manage a root in a brothel. Well, I don't exactly know what the exact thing that he's talking about. What do you think he's think specifically it's the, it's talking the about? Panthers. Panthers? So that's all we're talking about, the Eels fans. Oh, okay. Panthers. Our little brother. Well, he's Panthers. done. He's done with Panthers. That's fine. Yeah. I'm done with the Panthers too, Richard Cranium. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm done with Ivan Cleary. The Panther playing group, I don't really... You try to go through it and they don't bother me that much. Like, I like Arpy. I like Arpy. You know, he's all, he's all right. Good old Arpy. Um, Jerome Luai is an absolute... Yeah, Jerome... <laughs> he's a sneaky little bugger. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you wouldn't trust him, but... Um, Jerome Luai, you know, he's a cheeky little bugger. But, I mean, there's no kind of, you know, dirty... Dirty players like Victor Radley in there, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, there's no absolute. Kick out's a bit dirty. Kick out's yeah. A bit oh well, that was what I was going to say. So, but the two guys that I can't stand on the team, actually, there's three. There's three Panther. Mm. There's three Panther that I can't stand. <laughs> I can't stand <laughs> Ivan Cleary, Viliami Kikau, and their fullback Dylan Edwards. Like, yeah, he's the fucking. He's like the drummer. Of that t- of that team, like he's just he's just a cheer squad. Like he's just the luckiest <laughs> motherfucker. And like they talk about this, he's the they, Ringo star. Yeah, yeah, like they're so they talk about <clears throat> they talk about this um, center of excellence, not Brad Parker, but their building out there, right? Their actual building. And yeah, they talk yeah. about their um, pathways. Well, I don't know. Is that their best fullback that their pathways has brought through? Like, really? <laughs> like, they talk about their halfback academy. Fucking hell. You need to put up a dividing wall in that halfback academy and devote half of it to a fullback academy. Because at the moment, if Dylan Edwards is the best you can do, you are failing. You you are failing right now. You are doing, <laughs> you are doing in, in a league of sport yeah, yeah. wrong. You are doing a path programs wrong if Dylan Edwards... Is the best that you can do out in Penrith. He's just it's a pathway to the toilet because he <laughs> fucking stinks. It like, does stink. You know what it is? It's and dark. he's the angriest little fucker. Well. He's the angriest little fucker as well. Like just a real grubby shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, can't it's, stand him. Gus comes out though and talks about Penrith because Gus is Gus is a grandstander, right? So Gus yeah. fucking was at the Panthers for how many years? They did absolutely nothing while he was there. Now they're coming good. He's trying to, like, claim some of the credit for, like, what happened since he's left. It's like, Gus, they started doing well since you left them. Yeah. And Gus did this article during the week about why Penrith will win it because look at look at the players that have played for them. Look at how many games... And someone did a fucking spreadsheet where they went through every player and added in like the games they played for like the the fucking Rudy Hill Rabbits or whatever shit team they have out in the fucking godforsaken suburbs out there where those ferals live. And added all the games they'd played together and then said this is why because they're it's like Gus, they're fucking professional footballers. Like, look at East wouldn't have won a premiership if they relied on local juniors. No one plays fucking rugby league in 
in Bondi. Like it's not the, it's not the eighties anymore. You, you, mm. you know. Anyway, I'm getting I'm done. I'm getting angry again. You're stealing people's. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> um. All right. So who you got next week, Bill? Storm or Panthers? Who's going to win? Storm by Storm by either thousands or by yeah. a a dubious uh, a dubious try or penalty goal or a, you know or a field goal that that sh- that was should have been a blocking penalty. That's it's Storm. Is that your sports bet hot tip this week? My sports bet hot tip is Panthers heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and who you got, Manly or Souths? Come on, be truthful. Ooh, I think, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, who do you want me to say? If I say Manly, I'm not a very good judge. I could kibosh you. Yeah, I, I, I think anytime you say anything nice about Manly, it mm. just... It goes to show why you should have taken those acting lessons that you won in that silent auction because you are, you think you're convincing when you're pretending to be nice and you're not. No, I didn't say anything. I didn't even say manly. I said, who do you want me to say? I don't really care. I'm, the, the season's over for me. I will say, like, manly are a likable team, but the fans <laughs> are just insufferable. I don't know if I can take another year so nice of manly to you. We were so nice like, to you this it, week. So nice to you. You were pretty nice. Some were. The Batman family weren't. They were in my mentions. <laughs> but um Well they got a long they're like the they're like in Seinfeld, those you know that family where they Needle Balms. <laughs> <the hospital. laughs> yeah. You think you're better than me? It's go time. <laughs> needle bomb, needle <laughs> bomb. <laughs> that's them. Yeah. Batman. Batman. <laughs> Batman. Every time I log on to Twitter, it's, there's some fucking gif staring at me of some triggered gif. Hey son, I'm getting on Twitter. It's go time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't I don't know. I think um I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna leave it I'm gonna leave it in leave it to the gods. Uh Okay. Alright. Yeah. Alright. Uh and with that As we say at this time of night, may your dreams be filled with maroon and white. And may Brad Parker caress you with his broken little paw. His broken little paw. What about Jason Sarp running down the sideline? Uh, Yeah, actually, that's good. May Jason Sarp, like a man who's finally got to the toilet, kiss you goodnight. (laughs) 